hello, hello, Toy Johnson Vincent here, your no sugar coating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR consultant, and accredited virtual presenter for all of your virtual event needs. That's right, from the conferences to the classroom, all the way to the boardroom. And these days, we're doing a lot of things virtual. We're hosting events. We're hosting family events. We're hosting professional events. Whatever the theme is, I will customize my content to meet your individual event needs. So, keep that in mind as you are planning your upcoming event for both 2021 as well as 2022 and believe it or not we are getting closer to 2022 as we are mid-year so with that said I am a motivational speaker I'm also a certified life coach if you are interested in a 30-minute complimentary coaching call make sure you connect with me via Facebook calendar. Go on Facebook and look up Toy Johnson Vincent and Motivational Speaker. Go to my page, not my profile. Go to my Facebook page. <coughs> Excuse me, and I believe it's a backslash or forward slash motivation, but you'll find it. At any rate, don't leave any stones unturned. We are mid-year. So you're going to hear a lot on my podcast about mid-year, and it's not a mid-year crisis, like sometimes we have a mid-life crisis, but, you know, you don't want to get to that point. So make sure about your career goals, your personal goals, your professional goals, your life skills journey in general. Build that resilience factor up and get things done. And if you need help with any of those, Make sure you get on my calendar, on my Facebook calendar, book your 30-minute complimentary coaching call, and again, you never know, it may change the trajectory of your life. So, what do I want to say today? Well, what I want to talk about today is really all about just keeping it together, if you will, in a crisis. Keeping it together in a crisis. And individually, we all have our own individual lives, our family lives, personal lives, making decisions all day long. If you're anything like me, it's just a constant making decisions and a constant rethinking, what have I done? You know, you have to think about, sometimes you just sit back and you're saying, what have I done lately to help me gain traction on my goals? What have I done to put myself in a crisis where I'm nervous, I'm anxious, and building and building on just a whim instead of a plan? And when you don't plan, not everything can be planned. But if you are not planning in general, especially when it comes to 
your particular goals that you're trying to accomplish in your personal life or professional life, family life, then what you'll find is that you're always sort of going backwards trying to uh, really, you know, get some traction. And you become frustrated. We all can do that. It can happen to any one of us. Even people like myself, who is one of the best planners. I mean, I pride myself on planning things out, career goals, but it didn't all go down the way I wanted it to. I had no intention of working on a contractual basis. It just happened. And it happened through um, multiple layoffs, the uh, emerges with major corporations. I'm talking major corporations, Fortune 500, all of that stuff. All of those companies that I worked for, and some of them maybe only two or three years, if that. And then guess what? You know, I told you the story before. One company, um, just a little over a year, find it big, huge financial services industry in the investment banking area. And, um, you know, in the Boston area. And I just remember walking in <clears throat> that building that day, you know, my new job as an HR professional. And they had orientation and they said they rotate the orientation. So uh, the talent acquisition specialist back then, we were just really calling ourselves recruiters or staffing specialists. And all I know is, hey, you know, it's time to go in the building, but I have to start back from where I was at home, uh, you know, getting dressed and, and feeling great, new job, more money, everything, location, downtown. Didn't really like that. But in the same token, um, I was really, it was unfortunate, but that's where they announced uh, the layoff. So with that said, um, you have to imagine the feeling that day. Uh, It wasn't great. It just wasn't great. I can tell you that. Okay, Um, it wasn't because the feeling was as though I had just gotten into a great opportunity. Um, And back then, I'm not kidding you. I mean, we're not even talking. Okay, you go online and you find a job, right? Because I'm talking like maybe 20 years ago. And, you know, you apply. I mean, you still could find jobs not only online, but you can still find jobs in a newspaper (laughs) or something like that, classified ads, and um, other than being referred to a job, and I'm thinking, wow, okay, I'm going to go into this job, I get up in the morning, I do all of my routine, you know, a little bit of exercise, and just getting pumped and motivated, motivated, if you will, you know, self-motivation. If you haven't tried self-motivation, you need to try that. We'll come back to that. So, anyway, as I'm really, at that point in time, because it was like 
really located the organization uh, was located in the downtown Boston area and I was on the other side of the river if anybody is familiar with uh, Boston you know I was in the Cambridge area Cambridge is where uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology everybody knows that school you know historical MIT as they call it and of course Harvard University so I literally was um, you know just a couple of miles away uh, between Harvard University and MIT so with that said my thought was all about I'm getting on this train and at that said, you know you just wanted to wear your sneakers I put on my sneakers and uh, so I can run up and down and bounce up around these trains over there <laughs> you know and make sure I get to my job and it's like a hustle not the New York hustle that I'm really used to because I'm a native of New York Brooklyn and Queens represented but this was a different kind of a hustle right and okay as I was doing that right from the comfort of my own home thinking okay this is going to be this fantastic day I had the news on which I always do I always put uh, the news on as I am preparing uh, to go to work and the one thing that I noticed was that they mentioned this particular company and I said wait one minute are you serious right now like they're mentioning the company that I actually am planning to go to work that morning and they were mentioning the company and not in a good way now you have to imagine let me just give you the picture picture this you put your sneakers on you're pretty much dressed ready to walk out the door and go ahead I park my vehicle so I can get on anybody familiar with the Cambridge area right it's called the red line because they have all these different colors if you go up to um, Massachusetts area and you ride the uh, train MBTA Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority MBTA you will find that they have uh, different you know colors to identify that particular train or trolley and yes I said trolley the historical trolley in Boston you got to do it again I don't want to digress to something else but I'm just going <laughs> to well put it this way I do I digress period and um, you have that opportunity if you ever get an opportunity to go into the Boston area Massachusetts as the state and try riding, riding the trolley yes just like when you see San Francisco they still have trolleys and all that and it's not just for a tour it's like the real deal like they literally still ride trolleys okay? uh, they've looked a lot different from the time that I was living there and in the amount of years that I lived there but that's a whole nother subject so I get I get on the red line going to Cambridge downtown Boston a little crowded I still kind of remember this believe it or not my memory is pretty vivid and all I know is that I didn't really I really didn't want to go to my first day of work 
I did not want to go to that company. I actually was prepared mentally, psychologically. You know, my emotions was going to, oh my goodness, I need to look for another job. I don't even know why I'm going down to this job because this job, they are essentially saying that they are merging with another company. I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. This cannot be happening. And it felt like it was a crisis, right? So I went into what everyone else would more than likely. Many of us would go into crisis mode and we get scared and we have the fear and you get the anxiety and you don't know which way is up because everything that you were told about your new job or or new relationship, something went awry, something soured. And it wasn't supposed to be that. It was supposed to be an opportunity to progress. Yet, it was an opportunity that you felt psychologically it was going to take you back, meaning it was a waste of time. It took time to look for the job. It took time to interview. It took time to get there because, again, it wasn't around the corner, right? So you have to ask yourself, what are you doing in crisis mode? Well, I did what I needed to do. I continued on the train. I walked the few couple of miles from the train station, which wasn't around the corner. <laughs> okay, so you're going through downtown Boston. You're hustling, bustling people in the morning. All, everybody, most people had their sneakers on and they're moving and grooving. And I was no different. The difference was I was getting ready to walk into an uncertain future. Uncertain future. And that meant I had to regroup, refocus, and pivot my mindset so that I would not and keep getting the feelings of the anxiety of the unknown, the crisis management had to kick in. You don't have to be a manager. You may have never been a manager at any job in your entire life. In fact, you could be just starting out in your career, but you still have to understand the importance of taking on crisis management as it pertains to your career and your career goals or your family goals, personal goals, leadership goals, any type of goal. Crisis management is something that you can learn how to almost teach yourself because what you need to rely on is your experience of how you handled a particular situation that wasn't pleasant. And when something isn't pleasant, we tend to have to figure something out and we don't always have a lot of time to figure things out. You just have to do it. Again, you just have to pivot. And pivoting is not always easy. You know, it's kind of one of those things where they say, Oh, it's easier said than done. And you can believe that. Yes, indeed, it's 
easier said than done. And why is that? Why does that happen? Well, when you think about it overall, it's not as though you don't know what you're doing or you need a hundred teams around you to figure out what you're doing. It's none of those, none of the above. It really is all about the resilience factor. And when I speak about the resilience factor, I am really talking about how you deal with everything in a crisis. Crisis management. How do you manage your day? Something goes wrong. Your computer breaks down. Uh, Your printer breaks down. You were supposed to get a report back to your manager or your director. And... um, They were unavailable. And then when you tried to reach them in a different way, your computer broke down and you say, okay, you've never texted them before, but now you're you're really sitting there saying, oh my goodness, it's my director, it's my manager. I've never texted them before. Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And then it becomes the anxiety factor. And we're trying to move away. You want to try to move away from the anxiety factor to the resilience factor. Stay in the resilience factor mode. The more you stay in the resilience factor mode, the more you will gain traction on your goals. And how do you start? Well, I'm going to leave you with this today. The resilience factor will start with you being very conscious, make a conscious effort to be resilient. Meaning, every single day of your life and life's challenges, they will surely come. People will come at you so many different ways that you can't imagine. If you've lived life long enough, you will understand that this too shall pass. And that crisis will pass. Some crises are long-gated, lengthy, dragged out. And you're saying, oh, when, when, when will this, please stop. When will this be over? (laughs) It's like when you go to the dentist, you're saying, most, I don't know. I mean, I got to a point, okay, now I like going. I don't mind going to the dentist. That hygienist does their thing. But what what happens when you switch to a different doctor, a different dentist, or a different doctor in general? The anxiety factor goes up. And that's what you're trying to avoid. You want to keep the anxiety level down so that your resilience factor goes up. Your resilience increases. So no matter what relationship that you're dealing with, whether it's from uh, you were getting ready to start a job like me years, years ago, that was, I mean, really a long time ago. But why does it still stick in my head? It sticks in my head because it made me realize that there's nothing really promised. 
you may get a job offer. You can go in there and everything was great and the people you interviewed with. I mean, I have an HR background. You know, I was a talent acquisition specialist, recruiter, you name it. That's what it was. Matching wonderful talent to major corporations for years, both contractually as well as on a full-time basis with benefits. So I get it when you're matching the talent and I'm talking to people and then they get in there. They liked me as a recruiter. They liked my style as I was interviewing them. Very open interview, candidate, you know, uh, candid. And of course, we have questions that we ask for everyone. That's pretty much most of the environment I worked in. So with that said, all I know is, wait a minute. Now they got into the job and, you know, I'll see them walking around the hallway at the company, maybe a little more than three, four months down, closer to six. And they look unhappy. And we don't know why and how, uh, you know, it came to the fact that they became unhappy. And this is the same person that went to about three or four interview segments. And now they're just unhappy. Well, they went into crisis mode because someone probably said, Oh, guess what? They're going to have a layoff, and they were just there, and now they think, oh, I got it's going to turn my whole world upside down, topsy-turvy. And that isn't necessarily the case. Some people, yeah, it's true. You should be well aware what's going on at your company. And let me just tell you a couple of ways to do that. Look at their website. Check out their financial status. A lot of companies, you can ask for that information. You know, if you work for a company, you want to know as much as you can. Look at their mission statement. Has the mission statement changed since you came on board? Has the promotion status changed since you came on board? Has the organization gone through a significant change since you've come on board? And when you look and take some of those into consideration, it gives you an eye-opener and the prelude to what may or can happen at that company. Nothing, nothing, nothing is guaranteed. I don't care if you are the best employee on the planet. You've gotten tons of awards. What that will do if the company shuts down, it will just fuel you to get something. People will grasp more to you because you have all these accolades that you receive from one company. And you can take your experience somewhere else. You may have to if you're laid off. You may have to if you are fired. You may have to if you are furloughed. And yes, there is a difference between those three. So again, look at and focus on being resilient versus being reactive in an anxiety type of fashion. It won't help you because it lets your guard down. You won't be able to even start to regroup with your resume. You won't be able to do those things because you're focused on the emotional side of it versus, and it's, it's fine with emotional side of it, but if you are going to focus on the emotional side of it versus just the practical 
inside and what's really going on, then what you need to do is think about being great at crisis management. That's where you need to think about it as being aware of crisis management and being able to bounce back and say, I will get through this. I will utilize my resilience skills or skill set. I will train my brain, my body, my mind, my entire being around resilience. Because resilience isn't just for, okay, um, job loss or something like that. It's just in your everyday life. And it's your mindset that starts the beginning of the resilience factor. Because again, everything starts in the mindset and works its way down to the heartstrings. But if you're always thinking emotionally and, and uh, something in terms of being negative or anxiety, like, oh my goodness, I'm in the crisis, I'm in the crisis. You want to turn that around and think more about how resilient you will be. And this too shall pass. That's where you will become stronger in the mindset. You will become much more able to, no matter what happens, you'll be You'll be better equipped. Let me just put it that way. I was trying to figure out a word. You will be better equipped to handle any situation that comes to you, whether it's a poor relationship in your family life, a poor relationship or career uh, development, poor, poor, everything poor. (laughs) You'll be able to turn it around. Yep. Okay. That relationship with a family member is not that great, and you might be able to turn that around little by little. Maybe not all in one day, but you have to think about ways that you can help turn it around. Perhaps start the communication a little bit better. Start off in bits and pieces rather than big chunks of trying to communicate with someone. Just to open the door, right? So these are just ways how you can try to be better at dealing with the anxiety of something just going on, going awry, and a lot of things, let's face it, folks, you're not in control of every single thing. You didn't tell the company to shut down. If it's not your company, then you're not really in control other than being an employee, right? First, you're human, so of course you have emotions, but what I want you to tap into, not just your emotions, I when it, when it comes to the uh, resilience factor, I want you to tap into your emotional intelligence, intelligence, versus just tapping into being emotional and providing a whole lot of anxiety that's just rolling around in your head. So, secondly, I want you to think about. Whatever happened yesterday, it's a new day. Every time you wake up, you can build that resilience factor. Every single day that you get an opportunity to wake up and do life all over again, you have the opportunity to be better, be more resilient, be more empowered. You're empowering yourself first before you try to empower others around you. You have the power to empower. E M P 
T-O-W-E-R. Just like my website, T-J-V, empowers you, the letter U.com. I talk and walk the word. It's not just a phrase to me. It's not just a catchphrase. And it shouldn't be to you either. You want more out of life. You want to be resilient. You want your, to achieve your goals. You want to accomplish and exceed goals. You know, in terms of your purpose in life, you will find that. You will personally figure that out. And if you're not sure, then talk to people who have known you for years. Or people who haven't known you for, you know, maybe just a few months. Haven't known you hardly at all. But they have an opinion. They've already formed an opinion based on how you react and act around them. Whether it's in a career environment, you know, your professional environment or personal or just friendship in general. Ask somebody. You know, like the name of my podcast, Speak to Me First. You've spoken to 400 people, but you now, what was I telling you all along? Speak to me first. You spoke to everybody else. You should have came to me first. Oh, yeah. So that's what I really wanted to get out today. And I'm hoping for you, wherever you are, that you have tapped in to your resilience factor and that you will never stop doing that on a daily basis. When you get up, put your plan together the night before. What are you going to tackle today? What will you tackle this week? What will you accomplish? What is your goal? What are your goals that you're trying to exceed? What are some of the things, the many goals that you've already accomplished? Many. M-I-N-I. You have to celebrate and accomplish. As you accomplish that mini goal, you want to celebrate your mini goal. And you can best and believe you will build up the resilience factor in you a whole lot faster. And you'll be a lot happier. I'm hopeful that you will be a whole lot happier in your life. So, I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugarcoating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR professional, focusing on talent acquisition, as well as an accredited virtual presenter for all of your event needs, motivational speaker, keynote speaker, public speaker, career development and life skills journey topics, and anywhere in between. Customized for your event needs, your individual coach, as well as group coaching available. And again, if you are interested in coaching at all, or you need a coach, and you're interested in sitting down talking to me, 30-minute complimentary coaching call, go to my Facebook page, not my profile, my Facebook page. Make sure you like and share my page, and write on the Facebook page calendar Make sure you book your 30-minute complimentary coaching call with Toy Johnson Vincent. I'm your no-sugar-coating coach. My website, TJV, empowers you, the letter U.com. Again, TJV, empowers you, the letter U.com. You want to make sure you connect with me on all social media platforms, Facebook page, Twitter LinkedIn, the professional website, if you have a career question, 
make sure you pop in my inbox or send me something. Let me know that you are interested or you have a particular question or you need to schedule a career development call and we can do that as well. Don't forget about Instagram. Yes, I'm there too. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I do not currently have a URL specifically. Just pull me up on YouTube, Toy Johnson Vincent, motivational speaker, and you'll see multiple videos on career development and life skill journey topics. I am there for you. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all of to all of my social media platforms. Until next time, as I always say at the end of my broadcast, success, success is in your future. Again, success, success is in your future. Bye for now.